ADHD in children and adolescents. Overdiagnosed and overtreated? I'm Dr. Elena Andriotti, and you're listening to The Dr. Feelings Show. Recently, I have been getting a lot of questions from parents about their children's school struggles. And the most prevalent issue is without a doubt children's focus and attention span related to school work. As a consultant school psychologist, I have received so many verbal labels from parents or teachers stating that their child or student has ADHD or ADHD-like behavior. We know that worldwide, so many research studies, prevalence rate and statistics show that there is a huge rise in ADHD diagnoses and treatments in the child and adolescent population. Are we actually better at detecting these symptoms and making these diagnoses, or are we simply overdiagnosing children and potentially harming them by using these labels? To this date, there's a lot of debate and conflicting ideas on the matter. I personally think it's a very difficult question to answer and like to focus more on getting the proper care from qualified professionals on a case-by-case basis. I often ask parents this question. Is your child capable of watching TV episodes easily and focusing on that? Is your child capable of playing video games for long periods of time or even playing pretend with dolls and other toys? Is your child having attention difficulties with schoolwork only or is it more than that? More than that, meaning that the child struggles throughout various different areas of daily functioning be it school, family time, lunch time, activities, hobbies, or any other enjoyable activity. Diagnosing ADHD does not happen overnight. There's no simple dichotomous universal test that will either say yes or no. It's not as easy as diagnosing someone with a vitamin deficiency in which case a blood test would simply indicate that there is a lack of that particular vitamin. An ADHD diagnosis is a several step process, often including rating scales that take place in schools, in sports or other hobbies, and especially at home. The diagnosis can also include more formal assessments and a clinical observation by a specialist in the field. There are two types of ADHD the inattentive type, and the one with hyperactivity and impulsivity, which is obviously easier to detect, as it's easier to note when a child fidgets, taps, interrupts someone, is unable to sit still, or talks excessively, than the other inattention symptoms, which include things like doesn't seem to focus, is easily distractible, forgetful, etc. ADHD has been shown to be historically more diagnosed in boys, and that's because they have a more prevalent hyperactive type, which is why many girls or boys who have the inattentive type have a tendency to be either misdiagnosed or not diagnosed at all, resulting in an accumulation of difficulties in academia and other areas of functioning. If you want to try and put yourself in the shoes of someone who has ADHD, think of it like this. If you're watching TV and somebody's constantly changing the channel, or if you're watching TV and listening to music and talking to someone at the same time, 
this is pretty much what a person with ADHD goes through on a regular basis. I hope that listening to these episodes of the Dr. Feelings Show has provided you with some answers, clarification, comfort, or simply interest in the field of psychology and children's mental health. If you did enjoy this, please share our content and write us a comment on your favorite podcast listening app. And thank you for listening.